I.e. it's one blue and two colorless. Just like my soul. It's two blue. And one colorless? And, well, no, it's just, it's, it's, well, if you read the top of the card, it says two and a blue. Yeah, but like, so there's, like, yeah. it, if you, if you were to be like, here's the CMC, or here's, here's the mana cost of this, and you would write it out as like, two, and then, and then you, which stands for blue. Yeah, but like, if you're saying it out loud, you might just be like, it's two blue. Well, does that mean two blue mana sources, or two colors? But this is the most visual podcast. <laughs> You're right. You're right. To to you, that's fine. So, it's, it's, fucking, I, I hate that it's called you. I get that, like black and blue, same shit, same first two letters, but still. Yeah, it's it's Wooberg now. Wooberg. Well, what now? I say now. Mark it, Mark Wooberg. <laughs> Mark Wooberg. Yeah, that was the inspiration for Magic the Gathering. Is Mark Wooberg? It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then they Mark, realized Marky. they fucked up his last name, and it was just like, well. Fuck, you guys keep it. Marky Mark and the We Fucked Up Bunch. Good, good, I'm glad. Yeah. Fucking, there's a lot of Marks, actually. Mark Rosewater. Yeah. Like, uh, that's the only Mark I Yep, there you go, you got it. <laughs> Tons of Marks. Fucking Wooberg, motherfucker. Mark, Mark Wooberg. Took away corsets. Why'd you take away your corsets? Corsets are coming back. I know. Ugh, so I can slim my waist down. Ooh. Yeah. I need to just stop eating chips that I sat there and ate while playing Kingdom Hearts today. Well, like, I picture red mana to be the junk food of, of like, magic. Because, like, if you if you run any other red color... Red black. Red, well, red black, yeah. yeah. I mean, black, less so, maybe even, like, decay. Like, you could be a big eater of black mana and just be, like, rot. So, like, you don't have so, time. You don't have time. McDonald's. Yeah, effectively. <laughs> But, like, I picture at least for black mana, you, you, it's always an uphill battle for them, so, like, at least they have the, the, the cardio in. Red's just, like, I'm gonna run for about five minutes, and if I don't catch you, I might as well just sit down on the bench somewhere. Because, uh, like, white? I'm out of breath. What's white eat? What's white? White's yeah, what's more white, like... White what? what? What does white eat? Um, Sandwiches? I'm thinking sandwiches. You know what? Mostly sandwiches. I'm gonna say mostly bready sandwiches. Blue, obviously on that whole fucking bullshit tox cleanse. It's always, like, they, okay, alright, so, like, they, they, they eat kale, they, they borrow something oh. from green, but, like, they always blend it with way too much shit, like, they put powders in, they put, like, they put both powders and fruit, which, you can't really do both, you kind of need to, like, have a base and then do one or the other, because, like, yeah, you want, like, flavor, like, if you say, like, alright, I have my protein and, like, other, other shit supplements, and I have the base, which in my, I, I don't know, kale, because it's, it's, it's fresh on my mind. Um, and you want to add, like, oh, I'm going to add a, a banana. Maybe I like kale and banana. That sounds gross, that but sounds I haven't really tried it. fucking disgusting. But, like, that's that's for flavor. But blue is the type of person, especially with any other color, to be like, I'm going to add my supplements, I'm going to add my base, and then I'm going to add just as much fruit as a regular person wants to use for their smoothie to eat healthy. And that's blue. Because they always control the match, make it go along, so that they can just use use their their resources. And then and then green just eats steaks, just to throw everybody for a loop. Yeah, steaks like no no vegetables. They just that's yeah. why they have just, such big animals. Yeah, for just big steaks, big juicy delicious steaks. You think you think animals get big by eating grass? Yeah, that's right. Elephants. I know you're up to something. <laughs> I mean, the protein they get big. Come on, man. Exactly. Fucking. Got to, they drink their milk, eat their greens, and then also chow down on an entire lion. <laughs> Oh, look, that's a fucking lion. That's what I'm going to eat. <laughs> you just picture that, too. Like, a lion stalking an elephant and just picks it up by its trunk and just... <laughs> fucking on the ground, just constantly. And I just eat it. Yeah. Through the trunk. It's like a snake. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's gross, but at the same time, like... I mean, obviously, like, nature's what, scary. Yeah. Like, what if, what if elephants adapt? What if elephants adapt via, like, eldritch horror and they have just a mouth... On the, as their trunk. I think that would be the best case scenario for me to like elephants again. And like, 
the mouth gets replaced by whatever snouty bits are, are, are the trunk, so it makes... Or just flips it around? It just flips it around. Oh, so, like, it's a very loud and bassy, like, uh, like elephant trumpet as the mouth, because that's that's its, that's its roar. That's what that's what alerts it that it's a, it's present. And then the mouth is just the trunk. And it's also carnivorous, apparently. I think I just bruised my leg whacking it like that. You're a delicate I am. I am, uh, I am a adorable peach. <laughs> Get fucking bladed in a smoothie. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. I mean, I've, I did notice the, like, very, very soft covering of hair that you have just all over your body. So. It's no skin. It's actually just peach-colored hair. Yeah. I don't know how it keeps the muscles and the bloods in. <laughs> I mean, if you, you, ha- if you squeeze me too hard, I leak. That's gross. <laughs> and you have a pit. That's where your internal organs are. Yeah. I know I know your fucking game. Yeah, I'm, I'm part hair, part avocado. <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast again where we uh, explore explore what the fuck Devin is. Now Devin, do you sometimes feel as though you're rotting from the inside? You like you, you kind of mush out. I mean, I mean some good. days are worse than others. Okay, alright. Yeah. So someone's replacing you as a peach. Yeah. Like you you uh, yeah. I, I think I think the skin is turning from like a fine hair to a hard, weird, gross, scaly Maybe you're like some sort of weird like cross between a reptile and a peach where you just shed constantly all of those bad peach peach skins. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Like maybe that's what you're hiding. Like maybe that's why your room is so messy so I don't notice all the like flakes of peach skin hair. And I'm just like, it, it works because like I'm distracted by like, oh, there's a bunch of cards. There's cathartic reunions on the floor. They, I mean, this entire list was on the floor previously. Yeah. And I see so. fragmatizes and like... Pieces of paper discarded, and like who knows? Maybe under that piece of paper right there, you know, your your, your bell stuff is just like, a, a like a fucking sheet of Devon skin. Could be. I don't know. Will you will you, will you find out? Uh, probably not. I'm lazy. All right, that's fair. I don't really care what you're doing in your off time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I do on my off time. I sometimes play PUBG alone. Uh-huh, I cry. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then like I don't know, just. Lots, lots of masturbation. There you go. There, there you go. go. There you go. I'm not supposed to get into it right now because, like, I, I want to talk about PUBG because we're fucking on a roll lately. Eh, that's because we've learned. We are a learned bunch. We we are. Like I, before before it was a fun little romp against like ninety six other people. Now it's a uh, player versus environment game in which we have to constantly fight ourselves. Our callouts are getting better. Yeah. Our, our being our, able to spot people is getting better. Our expectation of where people are come from are getting better. Our general uh, game sense and like situational awareness is better anyway. Like as soon <laughs> like in our very last game, I didn't notice how many players there were, but I knew the people fighting Keenan were way the fuck out there, so they were not able to get to the like safe zone. So if we even if we shot them once, which I think Keenan did, like Keenan was shooting them. Yeah, because uh, I took out one guy that was in the bush that got me down that you picked me up for. Yeah. And then Keenan was still firing, and we just were like, all right, let's move to the fucking circle. So what must have happened is that the other guy picked uh, the guy that Keenan downed up, and he was like, all right, we have no time because the circle's coming in. We need to go rush these people. And then he didn't properly heal or something. Yeah, because... They, they both went down. Like I think they were firing at the guy that I killed last, because yeah. like he was not looking at us at all. Well, like... Yeah, no, like, we, we we have good strategies. Now we're not, like, rushing in, like, we need to get there ASAP. We're like, alright, so we need to, like, not only stretch our time, but also not be visible. Yeah. So, like, weak snaking, very valuable. Like, the guys that approached us that we had to fight up the hill, they did not see me until they were pretty much at me. Yeah, um, that last little bit where, uh, just before I got down, that entire, like, they were driving the Jeep, we heard the Jeep or something like that, and then an entire group of people show up, and I was like, cool. Throw a frag grenade at them? Yeah, they all fucking died. I got four kills. Because they bunched up, because, like, they knew I was firing at them, so they had to go, like, all right, where is this guy officially? Keenan was firing at them, and you were also firing at them, and they were past you. Like, they walked past you. They were 20 meters away from me, and I'm like, all right, let's throw the Molotov at them. And, like, I got one guy with the Molotov after I chucked the grenade, just because I didn't think 
they were going to just stay. Because, like, you hear the grenade, and then you hear the grenade jump, like, bounce in front of you, but not... I think they either heard another grenade, someone threw a grenade. I threw two. Okay, yeah. I threw two nades and a, and a Molotov. I, I I got clipped on the furthest grenade, but yeah. Because I, okay. Because, yeah, I threw one in front of the tree and one behind the tree. Just, like, zoned them. I mean, it worked, so... I mean, yeah, yeah, it worked. I was happy. But, yeah, Puka, Puka is from an enjoyable experience to an enjoyable experience. It, I mean, there's still fucking the worst hassle trying to actually get a game going, but after we get one going, it's usually kind of consistent. Oh, that's because it cached. Like, I'm pretty sure it's a connection issue because there's way too much traffic. Yeah. Like, yeah. But we we have definitely brought our A game to that. I mean, yeah, no, even in our B games, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, like when we swap Keenan for Tyler. <laughs> that's our B game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. He's, yeah, yeah. I mean... We're, we're kind of like, we're kind of playing chess when it's with Tyler, because we need to, like, get this stupid-ass knight somehow to, like, kill the queen, so we have to push everything in order for this knight to be destined to kill the queen or something. It's, he, he doesn't have, like, like, whenever I say something, like, Tyler, come back, Tyler, don't go that way, Tyler, do this, like, seconds later, he's dead. Or getting fired at, or like blew our cover, or something. There's there's big latency with Tyler. Yeah, like I mean that the, the freshest game was there was a hill. We were on top of the hill. We had multiple teams suppressed. Beard ended up dying because I tried to go pick him up. He after he got downed, and then I saw a guy in a ghillie suit. Ended his life. Regrouped behind a, a a rock because there was like what, that one last guy left. I think at that point, or there was another guy that he killed, and then it was me and Tyler and somebody else. Yep. And so I was like, all right, get behind the rock, it's your grenade, it hurt, let's heal up, and let's rush him. Let's just, let's just rush him. And then I ran out, and then Tyler ran out. <laughs> and then notice, notice how there are periods in between the two sentences. Yeah. Yeah, like... So, like, I got two shots on the guy, and then Tyler runs up, empties his entire clip, because he wasn't fully loaded, and then dies. Yeah. And then we... I, I pretty much said, no, Tyler, come back, and then the, the you got second place pops up, like, right after that, and it's just tepid silence. Every, everyone knew. Everyone knew that situation. All right, let's just run it back. <laughs> so, we just, we need, to, we need to find a way to harangue that boy into uh, staying behind us. Or just going out and taking shots like I usually do. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with going out and taking shots. I, I, I mean, I was known for that up until just recently. I mean, the uh, the general strategy, I think, with the group early game is, like, I tend to, like, favor the short-range weapons, so yeah. I get one guy down, and as everyone else with... As, as, as everyone else is staring at me, everyone else takes everyone else down, which usually makes me almost dead, but that's fine, because now I have two teammates that are up and three enemy teammates that are dead. Um, so I think, I think that's working out. And then, like, my, if we're in a field, i.e. late game, because it's usually never oh, in the building. Oh, weed snake the fuck out of that. Yeah, weed snaking is 10 out of 10. That's, that's my specialty. When I get a shotgun or a, uh, a rifle. You're just taking people's ankles. Effectively that, yeah. Like, uh, I've, the last, last few games I've had where I've gotten close to the first place, um, like, I, I weed snake, I hide in bushes, and people just walk past me because, like, they're looking around, they're probably looking behind them, and I'm like, sweet. You know what I can do? As soon as they crouch down near a tree, I can just like, oh, four times go, pow, 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 and then duck down in my fucking bush again. Like, it, no one, no one notices me. It's 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 a, silly how effective it is. It's a good strategy because like, you don't want to fire at bushes just in case. Like, if you see a guy and you have an inkling of like, is he there? Is that is that a person? You don't want to fire because that gives away all of your positioning. Yeah. And if you're in a bush, you don't want to fire because it gives away all your positioning. So like, there's a weird balance between. Can I kill him and get away, or is it safe to shoot? And typically, it's neither. Typically, it's someone notices me as soon as I shoot, so I need to get the fuck out and in cover and in another bush. This is another thing that Tyler likes to do. It's just, I see a guy. Bang. All right, yeah, unload. Because he knows where we're at now. Yeah. And with you, me, and Keaton, it's just like, see a guy, see a guy, don't go, don't go, or uh, weapon sign. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all right, long range... 
Definitely not, because I think me, like, especially me, I, 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 if it's downhill, I can almost hit the target every time. If it's any, if any even plane or up, I somehow just can't. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I know my limits. I see a guy, I don't need to shoot him, because he doesn't know where I am. Yeah. It's, I, hmm. So good. This is a good game. And it's a good game, it's a good way to, like, it's a good way to play a nice little strategy first-person shooter game, and I, I enjoy it. It's an actual survival game. Yes. yes. Um, come to think of it, we might need to cut this one a little shorter. Why is that? Well, just because, like, unless we want to tell Keenan, like, hold up a minute. I mean, we could just cut it, like, short. We can cut it, like, 15 minutes or something. I don't think anyone would care. Yeah. No, it's just our quality. And who cares about our quality? I mean, it's usually poor. It's, yeah, at least a D. Like, it it passes for something you could listen to, but, yeah. like, not pay attention to. I'm perpetually half awake, so, like, whatever yeah, I you, say doesn't you, really when, matter. When was the last time you actually had a sleep? Like, an actual sleep? I mean, I was... I, I, I slept quite a... Never a straight sleep, because on the, like, when I, when I finally get to sleep at night, I always, like, wake up, because I'm used to being up, and whenever I sleep during the day, I always wake up in the middle of the day, because, uh, it's daytime, and that's when people are usually awake. So, I get a good, like, two to three, four hour-ish, depending on how well I slept previously, chunks of sleep. Um, I did that last night, I slept, I woke up, I played some TF2, I slept again. <laughs> Uh, so, like, last sleeping period was two hours uh, from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Uh, then I played Divinity with Lee, and then I played with you guys till like, 2.30, and then I slept, and then I woke up two hours later, and then there we go. Uh, fragmented sleep, I'm definitely still not used to it. So, like, I'm always, like, a perpetual, like, I'm never at full attention. Yeah. That's just just you. Yeah. So like, I have to handle substances. I, I'm 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 the red player with with mana fixing. I'm Garul, effectively. I I am asleep usually, but I do love my meats and I do like my coffees. That's true. Oh, I expect you sleep like the eyes. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. Like, welcome, welcome to the day. So I had to go to freaking wedding stuff over the weekend. Wedding. Wedding. Weddings are gay. <laughs> Uh, d- yeah, I mean, you know, depending, especially if it's a gay wedding, oh, and it's especially gay. I think that's the straightest wedding. Actually, <laughs> probably, actually. They know how to have a good time. Yeah, no, no, no guff <laughs> about it. It's just straight up, like... Depending on what, depending on what gay community you have, it's usually, like, it's usually either fun or, like, very flamboyant, which is still fun. So, I knew no one there but Ashley. So that was very awkward for me. It'd be very awkward if Ashley knew no one there but you. Uh, she knew the groom. Excellent. And she kind of knew the bride. And... And one would assume, unless they haven't spoken in a few years, that she would at least have be acquainted with, the like, the bride. Yeah, well, she worked with the groom. Yes. For a long while, and then Ashley was part of the groom's party... So she had to wear a fancy suit and give a speech. That's cute. Of which she wanted to die. Because social anxiety is a bitch. I mean, public speaking is like, let's not do that, number one. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. mind it, but if I don't have to do it, I'm choosing not to do it. I, 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 I don't know. I, I kind of break down. I, I can't speak with people, especially with like a group of people. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um... But yeah, I got sat at a table with all of uh, the, the groom's friends from school, and I didn't like any of them. Hmm. I did not like any of them. That's kind of like me at, uh... so, the warehouse had this whole, like, Christmas party thing, and apparently, what, was it the Christmas party? I don't know. When we were working at the warehouse, there was a social event that Tyler wanted me to go to as well, and I was like, sweet, I guess I'll go. And they took me, and, like, I knew absolutely no one there, but Tyler seemed to be, like, at least chums with a few of them. And it was a weird situation, and, like, I can't remember exactly what it was for, but, like, that was the... That was that was to the extent of my... I'm going to hang around with strangers. If I don't know at least two people, I'm fucking not going. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty, uh... Pretty uncool. But they had no boats in the bar downstairs, so I was happy I could bring that up. Excellent. Excellent. That was a good day. No boats. No boats. 
You can make nice jokes because tomorrow there were no boats. I mean, two days because, well, if yesterday would be Thursday because this is Friday. Definitely Friday. Today is a day that you can have boats. Yeah, today is definitely one of those days. Uh, I don't know where you would get a boat this time on Friday, but you can definitely rent one. Yep. Sunday, no boats. Sunday. I swear to fucking God if I see a boat on Sunday. And that is why we refuse to do the podcast on Sunday, obviously. Because yeah, because we do it on a boat. This is recorded on a boat the entire time. Yeah, that's why the, the kids screaming outside, you know, they're, uh, we hang around with mermaids. Those are mermaid children. Yeah, no, and, and sometimes it's not, but, like, their, their, their screams and cries are very short-lived. Because the mermaids are t- fucking drowning, drowning children. children. <laughs> yeah, they're drowning children. It is a damn shame. Um, I'm not sure how the downstairs mermaids lit a fire. <laughs> like, okay, alright. So, you know, we have an observation deck, but instead it's, like, cleared, and because of the whole, like, air pressure, that water doesn't come up to the, to the underneath. So, like, uh, they were like, sweet, now we can hang out here while we're on our boat that we record the podcast on. Uh, and then they were like, yeah, fuck, we'll just... We, we want some of those s'more things because we can't light fires underwater. And there you go. Got him. Got him. <laughs> um, Fucking mermaid Syrians, I guess. That's still one of my favorite SpongeBob jokes, though, or like gags. That the uh, like the you know that pirate guy who lives on the actual like above the water. Yes, he's like an actual real person. Yeah. And so he sends the invite to to SpongeBob, and he's like, "Yeah, I have no idea what this says because the ink's all runny because it's underwater. <laughs> Clearly, somebody has no idea how water works." And then they just take the letter and throw it at a fire. <laughs> <laughs> There was one where they were, like, running from the law because they stole a balloon on No Balloon Day, and they were like, <laughs> SpongeBob, how, how does a fire, like, how, how do, why do we have a fire? And then, like, it just goes out. Because <laughs> 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 they, were, they were, like, camping at night. It's just like, yeah, it's almost like a, like, I, I don't know if it was contextual, but, like, the question was asked, why do we have a fire? And then it just went out. It was funny. Love that show. Like, Sometimes it's super smart. It's... Amazing how degenerate it looks. <laughs> yeah, like it definitely is a kids show, but it does have like it doesn't have that whole like oh this is a kids movie, but we have some humor for adults. Like no, it has like just really good clever humor every so often. I mean that's that's the best that everyone could enjoy. Or like, like that really uncomfortable hyper realistic stuff that they do sometimes. So dumb. Are you feeling it now, Mister Krabs? <laughs> more, more, and then like it. More. Sh- Shows like the fucking like they textured him and they made his claws like fucking weird and eldritch. Fingernails. Fingernails. Fingernails at the end of it. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. So fucking cartoons, <laughs> cartoon ass cartoons. But <laughs> it's like it's not the one of the hyper realistic ones, but it's still like one of those like what the fuck SpongeBob. It's like uh, when when Squidward and SpongeBob were being friends. Like of course you know the bad guy and then become pals. Obviously because it's a kid show. It's like it's like we're closer than brothers. And then like he lifts up Squidward's shirt and somehow they're attached and it's like this veiny fucking mess that's just pulsing. Yeah, no. And then he puts the shirt down and they're not connected anymore. It's like what? <laughs> how the fuck? I also love how you grow up. Uh, Squidward becomes more and more relatable. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just like yeah, no retail does suck, Squidward. I feel ya. Yeah, I know. It would be annoying for someone to literally go into your room while you're sleeping and take pictures of you. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow that's normal. What an inconvenience. Somehow that's normal in this universe. They just sneak into his fucking house all the time. Yeah. You'd think he'd, you know. And sometimes the fucking really stupidest fucking jokes get you. Like, the pie bombs. It's like... I don't remember the pie bombs. Alright, so the whole story about the pie bombs is like, it's like... Employee Friendship Day, because Mr. Krabs doesn't want to actually, like, show Employee Appreciation Day and spend money on that. So yeah. it's like, oh, no, get gifts for your co-worker or some dumb bullshit like that. So, of course, Squidward doesn't do it because he doesn't care. And he's just like, all right, maybe maybe I should be nice to him. So, like, he decides to go uh, out to go get a gift from him because I think there's also, like, an employee, like, if you don't do it, you're, you're, you're in tough shit. Or, like, SpongeBob was, um, I think, a combination of two. The SpongeBob was, like trying to be nice to Squidward and just failing, so he kind of felt bad. So, like, he goes outside, and there's just a fucking boat, which I guess are the equivalent of cars to these people. Which is weird. And and pirates... Because we don't drive airplanes on the road. And pirates, like... uh, (laughs) Pirates shoving a whole fucking load of pies onto the boat. 
And then Squidward goes like, oh, um, yeah, uh, where, uh, where are those pies made from? And it's just like, like, are, are they, are they homemade? I was like, no, we got those at the factory, the bomb factory. They're bombs. And then Squidward just buys one anyway. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> just so casual it is. Yeah, we, no, 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 we got them from the factory, you know, the, the bomb factory. <laughs> They're bombs. <laughs> Straight up, just they are bombs. Do not. Okay, yep. Here you go. And yeah, and then he, the SpongeBob eats eats the pie, and you know that, that the whole thing. Just me, you, and this brick wall he built between us. Fucking that show is just like it's. A, I should honestly watch all of SpongeBob just because it's one of those shows that like I think will hold up for a long, long, long while. SpongeBob, I expect you to explode. You want me to explode? Yeah, you were supposed to explode, and then he fucking like goes off at fucking Gary. He's like, "Gary, you're oh, supposed to eat like that." Like, I think I remember that now. Yeah, actually. so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saved this pie, and it's the pie he bought him just for us. And then, of course, the ending gag is that he blows up Squidward. Got him. Got him. <laughs> um. Just one last classic SpongeBob thing that I love is the uh, where they had like that baby clam or something like that. They were having to take care of it. And then they were like, people were like, fucking sponge plus starfish equals clam, what? Yeah. But like, Patrick comes back from like a day of work where he just sits in his house and like... They have a fucking actual marital dispute. <laughs> yeah, like, you never change the baby. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. And like, you see the bin and it's filled. It's like, oh, it's not that bad. And he like pulls down the wallpaper and it's like lined with shit. And he's like, oh, come on. He's like, look at the window. It's just like this tower. It's like... Love cartoons sometimes when they could actually like do that shit and just. I, don't I know. mean, I, it 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 definitely like they definitely use all of the medium. Yeah, like just ridiculous. Like you don't have to make sense bullshit. It's it is beautiful. It is just and it's clever. Like it is a very clever show. So, so I think it's one of those ones that again, just like kind of Simpsons, you 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 appreciate later. The fucking the fire and the water. I love it. <laughs> like that's. It's the example of the stupidest joke, but it's so good. <laughs> fucking, fucking Patchy the pirate. Use a fucking, use, use a fucking pencil. How do you not know this? How does he not know this? You think? You think you have like a pencil attachment for his hook hand? Yeah. I mean, all right. How else could you like use a hook hand attachment? Like poor fucking guy. In fact, I think there was a joke. <laughs> like, about about how, like, he had a hook hand and it fucking hurts him. I can't remember. I think, yeah, like, yeah. something about wiping. Yeah. I feel like it was a... It was a wipey joke. Something like that. That sounds like just, just up the... Up the up the alley of Spongebob. <laughs> Hold on. Fucking, speaking of real life... Fucking... I don't know why it's making me giggle, because it's not you actually like... You're, like, you're <laughs> turning into a little schoolgirl and you grew pigtails. It's not actually a funny joke. It's just that there's an artist I would at sea, and he drops his only pencil that he fucking brought. And it was so fucking dumb. Like, that's the entire episode. Like, that's that how Doodlebug came up. It's just like, uh, we see... Oh, yeah, yeah that's I, right. I, I would see the artist at sea, and then he just, like, drops his pencil. It's like, ah, the artist has learned the first crucial lesson. Bring a second... Like, have more pencils. And then, like, it's like, my pencil! And it's just, like, the only pencil he had. And then at the end of the episode, like... They fucking somehow throw the pencil back up to the artist, and it, he just so happens to still be there. It's just like my pencil, and then it's just like immediately goes back to his painting and it breaks, and he just fuck out a fucking pencil sharpener, and it's so fucking dumb. Like, ah <laughs> uh, yes, the underwater <laughs> artist learned his second most important lesson: bring a pencil sharpener. <laughs> like, <laughs> beautiful show, beautiful show, ten out of ten. I don't know why it's not funny, but I love it. It's I don't know, dumb humor like that even gets me. Like, anti-jokes. It's just so blatant, or some of them are just so unfunny that I just, like, I I love these. I love these so much. Like... A, a lot of interactions with Patrick, because Patrick has, like... Patrick is one of those characters that have, like, sometimes, but not all the time, like, lucent, like, actual thoughts, and then it just kind of, like, dawns on that character, like, wait, Patrick, what did you just say? What? <laughs> and then, like, they kind of pause on that, just, like, to, to let let that sink in a little bit, and then they kind of move forward. Well, like, um, just reminds me, like, sometimes, like, the stupidest characters have, like, the most genius moments, because we, uh, 
I was I brought the TV out to the living room to play Kingdom Hearts on that because I was just grinding levels. Yeah. And um, so I put It's Always Sunny on TV, and there's that one episode where, oh, Jesus, burp. Um, God, I'm all burpy. So gross. So gross. Why? Um, that it was like an MMORPG episode, and um, Charlie ends up like running the entire fucking show, and like he's pretty much like a Scarface-esque type thing, where yeah. like D is now just doing everything for him, because like, get out of here, bitch. Like, I'm, I'm, how can I do this if you're here bugging me when I'm trying to fucking take over this goddamn kingdom? <laughs> and just like shit like that for the entire episode. And My favorite Charlie episode currently is like, well, Charlie being smart episode is uh, oh, the, fucking the, the health inspection one. The, oh, the, yeah, the, the, where the health he inspection has to, one is so good. Where he has to like, Pulled up some weird fucking charade. It's like, all right, all right, D D D. Well, before you check that up, like before you check on the fucking like quote unquote restaurant customer because they fucked it up because they needed to like hide the steaks. And yeah. for some reason, D like it's like, oh no, he didn't want the steaks. Like, what 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 did you what did you give him? It's like he wanted the turkey burger. I'm like, D, we only. D, we only have sticks. How'd you fuck it up, you bitch? You fucking stupid you bitch. You fucking bitch. You stupid bitch. All right, now move the dumpster. Move the dumpster. It better be fucking six feet. And it's like, oh, no, but it's like five and a half. It's like, yeah, no, it's six feet. Six feet. Like, like it has to be six feet. And then, like, uh, he orders... I can't remember if he orders D as well to do it, but, like, all right, all right, so what I need you to do, I need you to uh, take the recorder from the office. I need you to... Uh, it's Frank. Yeah, Frank yeah, picks himself black. Paint Frank and uh, D sharp, D sharp. Like it's very important. Just remember D sharp, and she's like, "All right, all right." Like, uh, uh, what? It's so weird. Why would you want to do that? Just to keep doing it. And like, it's to make sure like the fake a gas leak. Yeah, the monoxide detector is actually working. So she goes out and press the button, and like Frank plays the D sharp. <laughs> it's so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Meanwhile, like she's actually getting lightheaded because the monoxide downstairs is like fucking killing them. Let's get upstairs. Let's get upstairs. And then like at the end, it's just like, oh no, it uh, no, it actually it actually passes except for except for one thing. Uh, and then he's just like. Dramatic story moments like, oh, what's that one thing? The dumpster, uh, you know, it has to be exactly six feet. That's regulation. But you know what? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let that slide. And then she's like the ends, and then he turns around. And is like, you fucking stupid bitch, you stupid bitch. And like the entire episode, uh, every time he walks by this one stool, he just picks it up and throws it on the ground, like just really hard, and <laughs> keeps going. You're like, what the fuck is he doing that for? Because like. They were saying something about like not being able to do practical jokes on people, and then eventually, like D sits on that stool that she's he's been smashing the entire time. He just breaks and like she falls down. It's like ah, yeah, making fun of her, and then like oh Matt, did you do that? Yeah, I think I did do that. It's like god damn it. <laughs> uh, that show is genius, Pepe Pepe Silvia. Just like the entire the entire show is just it, it's so it's so quotable and it's so fucking funny. It. Like even even some of the the like subtle bits like the the episode where um, uh, Frank's brother comes back yeah and like that's a story for another time. It's like yeah we don't want to hear that story at all. But they're like nobody's saying that outright. Everybody's just saying their different variation of no shut up please don't no no everybody <laughs> do not we do not want to hear this and it's just having a lead like a show being of five characters who are all just pieces of shit somehow works perfectly fine yeah. <laughs> Because they're all horrible in their own way. And then, like... Oh, I, I love when they show away Gale the snail. Because it's just like... Oh my god, Gale the fucking snail. Yeah, go go away, Gale. It's just like... I mean, like... Oh, fine. If you don't want me around, I, I'm not going to invite you to the raid I was going to go to. Like, you guys, you guys were invited, but now you're not cool. And it's like, we, we don't care. It's just like, you want to go anyway? And then, like, she's still reluctant to leave. And then the fucking Charlie comes up with fucking salt. It's like, go! Get out of here, snail! Get out of here, snail! <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite episode or, like... No, it's one of those ones that, like, you don't have favorite episodes. You have to pick and choose moments of, like, a few episodes. And, yeah, like, even all the characters, you don't... Like, I don't have a favorite character. I don't... I just... I don't know who I like the most. The one where they all go to fucking therapy and just to find out who... Oh, my God. Who could... (laughs) Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Tell me good. (laughs) Who who does the dishes and, like, all of them jump in and just, like... Yeah, tell like we we just need to know who wants to do this. Like we don't actually want to know what our problems were. It's like yeah, but like we 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 should really get together like more often so that we can like examine you and like and like see what the problem is and like dishes, 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 <laughs> and like it goes to a fucking uproar. It's like dishes, dishes. We want the dishes. I'm like all right, fucking D, do the dishes. Like 
Oh, oh God damn it! Oh, you want the dishes done? Oh, I'll do the dishes. She just starts smashing every dish on her ground. <laughs> uh, right in the office, too. It's just so good. Like, they fucking brought the dishes? Yeah, they brought all of them with them. <laughs> like, the, the setups and payoffs in that show are also really good. Because, like, Dennis was before Mac, and he sits down, and he's trying to critique the therapist, like, do therapy on the therapist. He sits down, and it's like, oh, I've noticed this. This pen's sitting here. Obviously phallic. I bet when Mac sits down, he'll put this directly in his mouth. And then Mac comes up next, and the first thing he does is has this pen in his, in his mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Like, best show. This has mostly just been like the, let's let's remember awesome shows. Let's, let's convince the audience that good shows are good. Let's convince the audience that we have taste. Um, yeah, tell, tell me about the Gundam Day. Well, we have time. Um, alright, Gundam Day. No Gundams were built on that day. However, there are a lot of, like... For, first of all, we, we, we checked out to see what everyone has built and who was there. Uh, they did have, like, a table empty. just so happened to be. Um, like, they're very, very nice fucking, like, 1 to 100 scale dudes. Uh, today, especially, for some reason. Hmm. So, like, one guy was building a fucking... What looked to be a golden Optimus Prime. Yeah. As a Gundam, and I was like, that was a fucking amazing. Like, no paint, it just came as a golden fucking Optimus Prime. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the other guy, like, some other guys were like just, just lightly painting with like brushes and shit, and it looked really good. Uh, as for the actual game, we did have quite a few people like gather around just to see what it was about. Like, we had a lot of questions about how, uh, how, how stats were showing up. It's just like, well, we have a little, like, they have a system, we have a slightly different system, but, like, overall, you just look at the wiki, you see what armor it is, and then, like, it has a conversion chart, or if you're not sure, there's always, like, the, like, you, you can usually guess. Yeah, best guess, and then everybody just kind of, like, agrees on it, is pretty yeah. much how we kind of decided how to build the thing. Uh, we decided to do three-on-three, three as opposed to the, like, the doubles yeah. characters, which worked really well on me, because, uh, Ryan actually showing quite a few, like, quite a bit, uh... Quite a, quite a bit of tactics on his part. Like he, he was aptitude. actually aptitude. Like he had two melee guys and then a ranged guy, and like I had three specifically ranged guys. Like they all had like axes to take out because yeah. you know heat hawks and stuff. Um, and like I won the majority of the games because the way the mat was designed, for some reason he'd always let me have like a small choke point, which is really good against yeah. melee. So, like, I'd injure him with the big gun, and I'd injure him with, like, my, my sniper rifle, and then I'd have my basic assault unit just, like, fucking spam him with three dice. Um, and even though he had better armor than me, still killed him, I'd say, four, like, three games out of the four. Jeez, not bad. Yeah, um, and then, like, I mean, you would expect that, kind of, with what he's kind of going for. Yeah, and then, like, he, uh, actually, I think we played five games, I won three out of five. I, I honestly don't know, it's, it's, it's a blur now. Hmm. Um, however, he did show a lot of, like, t the strength of just melee and, like, charging in, in that we, like, as soon as he quartered me, I could not get away whatsoever. Yeah. And then we decided, all right, so the whole critical hit system, still kind of dumb, considering, like, you can only have certain levels of, like, arms and leg damage. So we were like, all right, if you're already at max leg damage, you should have, like, armor, like, something, something to make your Gundam weaker so that you're easier to damage, because currently it's... You roll your attack dice, enemy rolls its defense dice, you subtract all the successful defense, like, defenses from the attacks, and if zero are left, nothing happens, which yeah. is kind of, kind of it, it kind of makes it weird, because one Gundam with no shields, and currently just fist fighting the other Gundams, because his arms are too damaged to actually switch with, switch, switch weapons, effectively, yeah. um... Like, it, it doesn't make sense that he can go up against two Gundams and live for six turns. Yeah. No, I like the uh, idea of actual wear and tear yeah. by taking away defense dice as time goes on. So the proposed system right now is if you reach, like, level five in any particular arm or, like, damage, you get one dice less for your defense, so it's easier for you to hit. And is that every time, like, that takes damage or something like that? or? Um... The levels are every time you crit, so you still have to crit. Yeah. But like, it's still like a, a a system in which you get less dice at the end of the day if you get crit more. Yeah. It also makes it so that snipers are actually like more of a threat because currently snipers are only there for uh, like especially not not specifically for the big gun because I've actually like made a little strategy of if there's a small building that I can blow up with the big gun, 
uh, because it's blast, it does like something ludicrous, like six damage. And yeah. usually, bot like usually, the suits have about seven to eight health. Yeah. So you're fucking dead. Uh, but like, for just snipers, they have one attack dice, and therefore, even though it has a high amount of damage, everyone can just roll out of it. Like everyone, like I have three dice, and I need half the results on that dice in order to successfully block a sniper shot. Oh, look at me. My One of my three dice blocked the sniper shot. Good job, mm. us. So, like, I like the idea of, like, having, uh... Not only... Not only having critical hits more, like, have, have... I can't even speak. Have, have, have more of an impact, rather. Uh, have it so that if it comes to, like, a firefight that goes for way, way too long, there's actually lasting effects. Yeah. Like, eventually, you won't be able to roll dice at all for your defense, so you're just taking damage. So you have to, like, do actual movement away from the sniper so that he can't, like, automatically crit you during the mid-game. Because, like, early, yeah, 50% movement speed sucks, but you can still live through it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, rolling 5-plus on your attacks still suck, but you can live through it. Uh, having... A sniper fucking get rid of your defense dice is not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's kind of the point, too, with the snipers in this game, because they seem to be, if not just straight up murdering you, crippling you before you can actually get to them. Like, I'm pretty sure the big gun is supposed to be artillery in that game, and the snipers are, yeah, again, supposed to be just one of those, because one dice seems ludicrous in order to block a goss shot. Yeah. So, like, I, I understand, like, that that's, that's really good. You pick a target, and then it blows up, and then six inches around that fucking target, it blows up with four damage, and then if it acts, the building dies, it does more damage. Yeah. So, like, that's probably going to be my strategy from now on, of, like, whoever designs the map, especially if it's, like, because it works a lot better with a square table, as yes. we've discussed, because if it's a hallway, obviously my dudes are a lot better. Yeah. Um, but if it's a square, you have multiple areas of attack, so now I have to prep buildings to explode. Which I, I, I kind of like, because it gives me like a little bit of a trap thing. Yeah, it gives you, uh, like, it, it gives you kind of something to focus on. Yeah. I also kind of want to, like, as lame as it is, but we can still dress it up, I also want to, like, build, like, chest-high walls and shit for small buildings or, like, cover uh, for either these this building's, like, hollowed out so your Gundam can hide behind it. Yeah. Um... Uh, effectively just giving an excuse for, like, having small buildings to blow up or cover the destroy or something. Yeah. Like, it, it, it still wastes the shot because you're not shooting at the Gundam, but it gives you, like... It, 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 give, it gives the arena a little bit more of a... I don't know, more more, more of a uh, an alive look. Like, you're just not, yeah. like, within squares. You're actually in an environment. Having a battleground that is, like, pseudo-dynamic, because, yeah. like, you can just level shit, is... I mean, it works for any game I've played with destructible environments, so, like, why wouldn't it work for a tabletop game with destructible environments? It's cute. Like, you don't even need to make the, like, thinner walls do damage, just get rid of cover. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, that's that's currently, like, uh, that's what we want to do moving forward. We did one test with the system, and we actually never got to five critical hits, mostly because we actually played the game, and it somehow made it so that, as designed, you're supposed to die to go from one health to zero health, so... There you go. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to play it again. I hope my I have no idea where my shit is. Mm. No clue. Oh, welcome to sending from Japan. Yeah, but um, once it gets in, heavy, you guys are gonna be the first to know about it. Yeah. And I'm gonna think of a, a company name and a logo. I because like, I I like the idea of us having like an actual three person team. Yeah, I'm ordering two Zaku twos because of what I realized as well. It's like yeah, my big gun is fine. But my amazing, despite having more weapons, is actually less viable because he doesn't have a fucking, like, actual assault rifle. Okay. Assault rifles <laughs> fire three times, don't need to reload, do little damage, but, like, that one aspect of it where it doesn't need to reload, you can shoot twice a turn. Yeah. And you have three dice to, in order to hit. Yeah. And it's a high requirement to hit, but it's still, like, it's still fantastic. Very pest-like. So, yeah, effectively, I'm just going to run, like, a troop of, like, well, basically, I guess... Excuse me. Basically, it's basic grunts, but they're very pet. Like they pester the shit out of you. Yeah. And bazookas are fucking amazing. Bazookas are nuts. Well, like they still have blast damage. They do almost like they do as much damage as the big gun, except yeah. the big gun shoots all the way across the table, where the bazooka <laughs> shoots almost all the way across the table. Yeah, it's still a ridiculously insane range. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I'm. I'm. I'm liking the idea a lot. Yeah. I. Uh... 
I hope that they actually start building more rules for different eras, because it seems like they only have Iron-Blooded Orphans and, like, a little bit of some other eras yeah. kind of done. Which is a shame, because mine is from Seed, and Astrea is also from... A, I think it's also from Seed? I don't know. Okay. So I don't really watch Gundam as much as you guys do. I have started Iron-Blooded Orphans, though, and it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Mika... Well, I mean, you, you'll see. You'll yeah, see about yeah, Mika. Yeah. I mean, he's already proven he's an insane bastard. Oh, no. He gets he gets more insane. Oh, he, I, uh, I would hope. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, okay, think about how insane he is now, and then by the end of the show, you're, you're like, he's he's unrecognizable. I'm okay with this. Like, he's still like, like he's still his own thing, but, like, by the end of the show, he goes to such fucking far lanes, it's just like, ooh, okay. All right, ooh, that's a little much. Ooh, wee. Mr. Meeseeks, cripple yourself. <laughs> But yeah, we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah, um, we'll, uh, we'll roll it out. Um, my week summary is just like not a, not a lot happened. No, no. Like we went to modern. That was fun. Yeah. I like modern. Yeah. Got on grenades working out. I think this is the one time for like Magic the Gathering that I think my modern deck and the changes I've made are actually positive, as opposed to like just the side grid. Like uh, yeah, yeah. You're still you're still like a two two boy though for now. I mean two two boy. Um. I still need to draw, I still need to, like, less misplay, because I'm pretty sure I would have made it 3-1 if uh, the player with the Liliana on the other side, I can't remember who it was, but there was an option where I could have killed the Liliana and also swung with my other creature just to make sure I killed the Liliana, and if I did, then I would have been almost fine, as opposed to, like, having to discard the only card in my hand, which was, at the time, uh, either, I think, a Lightning Bolt or a Goblin Grenade. Yeah, so rough. like direct damage is, is rough and I couldn't cast it because I already played stuff this turn so yeah. yeah that's rough that's a little rough actually I would have been able to clear the board as well I don't know it's I, I, I still need to like learn how to play the fucking there, game yeah there's thinking to be done uh, but yeah Grand Lavamancer might I add this week so much work he's shut off a grand total of five times I'd say per set uh, like and, and when I, when I see it, like turn one or turn two, he's been firing off like two dude, like two damage to Lily, two damage to you, two damage to this fucking scoos before he goes off. Yeah, we actually had a that really tight match on Thursday. Yes, yeah. we were what second or third against each other. Uh, I think it was third. Because um, yeah, was... like it, it was it was very close. Like we actually played a game of Magic the Gathering. I, I was down to like two health or something like that. I think. And yeah, then I, I I had. <laughs> Of course, against Beard, I always get Kitchen Finks, and then just Coco after Coco after Coco. Fucking, co- like, fucking, I don't know, three Cocos is enough to, like, seal the deal. I think one Coco is enough to seal the deal. You Card's played busted. three. Card you played busted. three Cocos, <laughs> fucking, and I was like, I, I, I played my cards, I went off almost, and I was like, sweet, you're dead next turn. Oh, okay, you're dead next turn. Oh, okay, and you're like, nope, fucking Finks, Finks everywhere! Yeah, because, like, Past turn, throw it right back to you. This is the first Coco. He's like, alright, cool, swing. And I was like, ah, ah, Coco. He's like, alright, fucking do your Coco thing. And then I get, like, Rex Sage and something else. And I was like, cool, blockers and shit. And then Coco next turn, and then Coco again. It's like, aha, that Finks is dead. I'm gonna, uh, Grimlava Master the Finks when it comes back. And it's just like, sweet, you have less blockers now, Cocos. More Cocos. More Cocos. And, like, two Finks in hand. I'm like, Coco for your cocoa puffs. Thank you. Loco for your loco for your cocos. I fucking hate the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, card is busted. Should be should be the evil evil thing. And yeah, um, you got your really really the week has just been like uh, I mean, we didn't go Friday. Did we go Monday? I can't remember. Uh, no, we we haven't really gone Mondays. Just because it's standard, and um... <laughs> and then we're gonna continue up the tradition next week. So. Yeah, well, I still need to wait for my shit to actually be in before I can play standard again. Cool. 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 There we go. Alright, cool. Um, yeah, because I, I ordered some Rebels and Riches, I get the Hostess Takers, I've got Land, I've got Walk at the Plonks. Riches apparently I've been putting in work, so, so I've heard from the reports. Yeah, so I, I'm excited. I don't know what's going to take over. I don't know what's winning right now. I should probably go check on that because if Sultai Energy is the big thing, then I'll keep my... I'll keep... I'll reduce the amount of board wipes, but still keep board wipes. I think the weakest part of Teamer Energy was the red, so, like, 
Yeah. Sultai Energy is probably going to be the, the most dominant deck in that meta right now. Well, Winding Constructor, pay two energy to put two counters on your Cub. Yep. Real nice. Yep. Cub hits, you get three energy instead of two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing, well, besides the whole money thing, like, that's preventing me from doing Sultai is, like, I need to go actually invest into dual lands and stuff, which... Not willing to. Just going to play fucking combo infect. There you go. Which is still, I think, going to be pretty good. Like, there's still a lot of options to remove it, but there's always been options to remove Pummeler. So, yeah. like, a parade was pre- like premium. Uh, unsummons were premium. At least uh, fatal pushes, you'd still have to refault, but premium. Uh, there's still like a lot. There, there's a lot of kill spells that I needed to dodge, and I still get there. I yeah. I mean, like you. Even shocks, because sometimes, like, I have to pay four... Like, I have to pay six energy to defend against a shock. Yep. Like, Magma Spray as well. Like, they're all in red, which a lot of decks run, and, like, still, I get there. I don't know. You know what I saw? What? Somebody putting a, like, the black cartouche on the cub, and I think it was, like, up to swinging for nine lifelink. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. The black cartouche is, like, three mana. Plus two. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe I'm thinking of the trial. Maybe it's the trial. Probably the trial. Mm. Either way. Fucking gross. No, that's... Uh, I can't wait till that leaves because it's obviously... I use them because they're good, but they're probably the best early game creature in standard right now. Cubs are nuts. Cubs, effective... Like, Cubs, if you let them stay, are literally the win con. Yep. Like, they, they just grow... They don't grow exponentially... But they're kind of like the you're on curve every turn, even if you don't play anything. Yeah. Like, swing for two, turn three, uh, like, place down your mana, play a three drop, maybe a three three. Like, if you play vanilla, like, oh, turn one, play a one drop. Turn two, play my two two cup. Turn three, play my three three, swing in for two. Now, next turn, it's a three three that I just played. Like, it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. It's, he's value time. Oh, he's huge value time. He says, yeah, he, he makes he makes curve, even though, like, even if you don't. Like, he probably is also, like, the only reason why Team or Energy is, like, as powerful as it is, because, like, they also have to control the board somehow, so they have to play, like, oh, my, my Thopter Maker, or, like, oh, I'm going to play the thing that draws me a card, and it's a 3-2, and it, like, dies to everything. But with the Cub, it's just like, oh, sweet, I didn't play a creature this turn. But I'm still technically having a 4-4 on board. That's still really good. Magic's fun. Magic's fun. Well, it's it's fun to think about magic. Uh, it's also fun to play magic. It's, it's just fun. It's fun magic, go time. Let's go play some magic. Oh, yeah, let's go play some, play some magic. magic. What the 